0: With us today is Governor David Patterson, and there's so many things happening in Albany. Nobody knows who's on first base, who's on second base, who's on third base. But maybe Governor Patterson can explain it to us better. How are you, Governor, this morning? Well,
1: I'm good, but I don't know how they're doing in Albany. As everybody knows, earlier this week, you know, the, the earlier in the week, we had a situation where Governor Hochul picked one of the seven candidates offered to her by a special commission to choose the new chief judge of the Court of Appeals. That's New York's highest court. Most states' highest court is the state Supreme Court. In New York, it's the Court of Appeals, and there's seven judges on it. And she picked a judge named Hector LaSalle. As we all know, he was from Long Island. He's um, Puerto Rican and had a stellar record. He was the presiding judge in the second department. So this was a quite an achievement already, but he was not on a list of names that was provided to the governor by some legislative leaders who said that if any of those judges were picked, that they were going to stop it. Governor Hochul, I thought, uh, bravely picked the person she thought was the best candidate, which was LaSalle, and they promptly announced that they weren't going to vote for her. And to make sure that she couldn't get out of committee, they added four members to the, to the committee. Then when uh, she didn't get out, they said that they don't, it doesn't need to go to the Senate because it didn't get out of the committee, which I think violates uh, the Constitution, which uh, says that the Senate, not a committee of the Senate, but the Senate itself confirms the appointment, or if they don't, they don't confirm it. And so it's a real mess. And, uh, of course, after the battle, after the dust clears, the media starts writing things like a Hochul's experiment to try to exert her control of the legislature. That's not an experiment. It was her constitutional duty. She had to pick a judge. So uh, clearly, once again, the media is even behind the legislators in in the uh, demonstration of incompetence. But I think the important issue to remember is it's a loss for the governor. She looks bad for a couple of days. Four budgets will be passed under her as soon as she serves out her term, and now, now what goes governor around, comes around.
0: Governor on Friday afternoons uh, or Friday mornings news was that she's gonna she's gonna continue to battle, and now the battle is gonna turn to the budget, which uh, I think at one time you as the former governor know the fact that. You have to sign to get the budget done. Otherwise, the legislature is in deep trouble.
1: That's exactly right. And one of the things that I did to the legislature when they started messing around with me in 2010 is that I eliminated all of their member items. And that, that was as dear to them as uh, their families and their bank accounts. And what they did was they tried to, they sent the, the uh, member items all to me uh, in, instead of uh, wire transfer on paper. It was a pile of uh, member item requests that was four and a half feet high. And I sat there and single-handedly vetoed every single one of them. And they didn't even attempt to overturn the veto after that. And I think this is the kind of, of effort that the governor can wage if she is not the one calling the shots in the budget. And so it was penny wise, I guess, for the legislature to stop her appointee to the court. But I think pound foolish because there are going to be a lot of things that they're going to want
0: that they're not going to get now. Or as they say, what goes around comes around. It could come to a situation where they have a longer term agreement to be civilized, that the the governor and the legislator would be more civilized with each other? Well, I think that
1: uh, because of the victory, the legislature may feel very emboldened right now. But once they get into that budget process, they're going to start finding out that uh, they don't call a governor a governor for nothing. And the governors have a great deal of um, capacity to... Uh, control events in the budget process at that point perhaps things will calm down and 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 when you mention the the term civility john that's what really was lost in this whole conversation i'm not saying that the legislature didn't have the right to feel the way they felt i'm not even saying that they had to vote for this candidate but how do you point out who you're not going to vote for before they've even been nominated and then when that occurs you had to drag them to the to even give the man a hearing where he performed very well and then after that you don't even allow it to go to the full senate where he probably would have lost and you would have been well within your right to vote against him instead you said oh, the committee vote stands They're just totally rewriting the constitution and in in my opinion making a mockery of the system
0: where else do we uh... Uh, do we go, Governor? I mean, we talked about Albany. What a mess we have in our hands. Do uh, you think if they make the budget move, part of the negotiation, maybe we can do some bail uh, reform and not having New York City go to crap?
1: Well, that's distinctly possible. Uh, the, the governor will put out the budget itself on January 31st. So that's, uh, you know, to 10, 10 days from now. And we will find out, uh, you know, exactly what she wants. And the legislature has 30 days to respond. And then the budget is constitutionally scheduled to pass uh, uh, right before April 1st. So we'll we'll, we'll see if things uh, get more difficult. But on another note, uh, our mayor, Eric Adams, went to visit the border uh, last week. He also... uh, made it clear after he went to visit the mayor of El Paso, he's talked to the mayor of Chicago. He is the one who is rallying the cities to demand that if the federal government is going to allow this number of migrants to come into the uh, cities every year in New York city, we'll get a Madison square garden capacity uh, of people delivered to our city every, uh, every day now. Um uh, Mayor Adams is, uh, is standing up for the cities, and I think you're going to hear that he's going to get a lot of support over this. And well, uh, meanwhile, the federal government is mummified as to what to do with the migrants other than to try to make it the problem of the states and the cities.
0: Governor, I met with uh, Mayor Adams after he returned from the border, and he was very, very angry that New York City had to pay the whole toll on on, on the problem. And uh, he said, I think it was in the papers that same day, that for 5,000 people that he has to put into hotels, it's $275 million of taxpayer money.
1: Coming out of New York City's budget. And uh, Governor Hochul has publicly stated that she will try to do her share to help the mayor. But this is a federal government issue because the federal government was the one that got this idea to start bringing uh, migrants in and shipping them to different parts of the country, knowing full well that most of these jurisdictions are filled to capacity even now.
0: And I think he also said to me, you know, don't quote me on it, that he's going to start sending some of those migrants upstate. If
1: they could do a better job than the legislators are doing upstate, I'm for sending them right now. <laughs> I
0: would send them into the districts of uh, of the people that are sending them to us. <laughs> right. Sir. Governor Patterson, I enjoyed talking to you this Sunday morning, and uh, God bless America. Thank you so much, Governor Patterson.